0: Never wanted me to see The total of the cross at Calvary That Jesus Christ, my hero Reduced him to a zero Rose up from the grave victoriously Sin has no dominion over me I am free I am free Jesus broke the chains me, I am free, I am free. When I called for Jesus to come in, there I was a new creation being. God rescued me from failure, gave to me his nature, recreated me a priest and king. Sin had no dominion over me i am free i am free jesus wrote the chains that bound me i am free i am free man, that's what you see, sin consciousness is fading rapidly, by meditating day and night I began to see the light, that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ, and sin has no dominion over me, I am free, I am free. That bettered me. I am free, I am free, sin has no dominion over me, I am free, I am free, Jesus broke the chains that bettered me. Hello, this is David Engels. You're listening to the Hour of Anointing, and we're on a series of teaching about the power of the positive confession of God's Word. I was visiting with my family, and I said, you know, just a few years back, because all family members could remember, I said, just a very few years back, why well, this is the state of being we were in, and this is where we lived, and this is the car we were driving, and this is the kind of life we were leading. And I said, you know, we decided to become unhungered for God's word, to have an appetite for God's word and begin to get in his word and begin to learn that what we confess, we possess. Whether it's we're confessing bad stuff, that's why that we're possessing it, because we've been confessing it. You know, there's a right and a wrong confession. And a wrong confession just simply turns out to be the confession of defeat and failure. Many times we do that uh, as a joke, and we don't really, you might say, mean it with all of our heart. But, you know, it can become very deep-seated in us. The longer that we let that be on our lips, it's almost like marinating us in wrong stuff. So a wrong confession just actually shows that uh, we have great confidence in defeat and failure and the supremacy of Satan. Talking about our combat with the devil how he has hindered us, how he's holding us in bondage, how he's keeping us sick. This is a confession of defeat. It's a wrong confession. The Bible tells us, give no place to the devil. Don't give any breath. Don't even use up any breath on the devil. It glorifies the adversary. It's an unconscious declaration that uh, our Father God is a failure and that Satan is uh, supreme in his actions. Most of the confessions that we hear today Glorify the devil. It destroys faith and holds persons in bondage. Wherever you are today, uh whatever status we are today, is a direct result of what we said in our yesterdays. You say, oh my, what can I do? We can start now <laughs> making good confession. And sometimes you know, making a good confession just means getting our conversation right, getting our conversation headed in a positive direction on the lord the bible what jesus has done for us in us and is doing through us right now what god's holy spirit gives us ability to do you know as we and we use the word confession i think when we come to wrong confession we can almost include in there the word complain i think we get um, negative uh, conversations going complaints going the confession or complaint we might say of Satan's ability to hinder or bragging on him, keeping us from success, this gives Satan dominion over us and begins to fill us with fear and weakness and wonderment. But if we boldly confess our Father's care and protection over ourselves, our family members, we declare that he is in us, the Holy Spirit of God, he's greater than any force around us, then we begin to rise above any satanic influence. Every time you confess your doubts, you confess your fears and confess your weakness and your disease, you're openly confessing that the Word of God is not true. You don't mean to do that, but that the Word of God's not true, that God has failed to make it good. He declares that with His stripes you were healed, and surely He hath borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases. Oh, thank God He's carried my diseases. When I read that uh, from God's Word, I just love to... I love to put it in first person. Surely he hath borne my sicknesses and carried my diseases. Instead of confessing that he has borne my disease and put them away in the negative sense, I confess that I still have them. and Then I take the testimony of my senses instead of the testimony of God's word. This is the path to failure. As long as I hold fast to this confession of weakness, that I'm weak, I'm sick, I'm in pain, I will still have them. And, you know, this may be a a search that goes on for years for somebody to pray the prayer of faith so that somebody who has been reading their Bible, somebody who has been making the right confession, can pray for me and lift me up. Well, you know, uh, this will be of no avail in the overall uh, run of things because my unbelief is going to destroy the effect of that person's faith and prayer of faith. You see, that's possible to do. You can have the most anointed person to pray for you. And God meets that need, and he does the work. And and uh P.C. Nelson uh, said that more people lose their healing because of a counterattack than for any other reason. In other words, you're healed, you're set free, but then we just keep open to the devil. The door is still open, see? And so a little bit goes by, and so the same old thing comes back in. We begin to confess weakness, sickness, and, and ill health, and, and what are we going to do now? We don't know what to do. I remember one night we were working on some things, and... And I started to say, I don't know what to do. I mean, that was just almost out of my lips. And it was something technical that we really needed to help out one of the uh, areas of broadcasting that we were working with, one of the towns, one of the cities. And I just started to say, I don't know what to do. (laughs) But but before I did, I stopped myself. And it's all right to stop yourself. Even in the middle of a sentence, you can stop yourself. I didn't even get it out, but I just started to say it. Then I started to say, then I almost said as though I would already said it, which I didn't, but I said, I do know what to do. But at that moment it wasn't in my mind. I mean from standpoint that I could say, All right, what is it? Well I couldn't have told you. But I just said it so I could release the energy of faith and uh I said, I do know what to do. And so uh the party that was with me said, Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. So we just said, Praise the Lord and we were eating a little midnight snack (laughs) at a restaurant because at that moment we didn't know what else to do and but I just said I do know what to do. We sat there a little bit. And I said, "Hey, do you have a little piece of this and one of these little connectors here?" Well, yeah. Could you make one of these little things? They're a very simple little something. I'm just calling it things here. He said, "I can put that together just like this, you know." And uh, but so and so says that won't work. I said, "Will you just put it together?" Oh, I'll do it. Okay. He put it together. This little simple thing, just I mean, very inexpensive and very quick. And we went out to the site plugged it in and it was great that's what we needed you know uh, the believer who is always confessing his sins his weakness is building weakness and a consciousness of sin and failure into his consciousness his inner consciousness if we do sin when we confess it god is faithful and righteous and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness can you say praise the lord for that that's found in first john 1 9 when that confession has been made. Now we never need to refer to it again. It is not past history because history can be remembered. This is though it had never been. That's the way it is with God when we confess it. If you confess anything, confess that you stand complete in him. That what God has said in regard to your mistakes and blunders is absolutely true. He's forgotten them. We should never confess our sins to people. We may have to ask forgiveness of them then we are to forget it. Never tell anyone about your weakness or about your past blunders and failures. They'll not forget them and sometime will remind you of them. If you tell it to anyone, tell it to Jesus and then forget it. Dare to make your confession. You confess that God is the Lord of your life, that he is the Lord over disease, sickness and Satan. You hold fast to this confession you've made of Jesus' absolute lordship over you and over everything that would try to keep you in bondage or hinder you in any way from enjoying the finished work of Christ. In the face of every need, you confess that the Lord is my shepherd. I do not want. All my needs are supplies. You see, it's always in the present tense. He is your supply because of what he's done in the past tense. He has supplied all my needs. And so my needs are supplied, I say. He is my health, my strength. He is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid?